Hello everybody, this is Rabbi Rafael Davidovich, speaking to you in the holy days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. If you've ever counted, you will know that there are four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. There's the 11th of Tishrei, the 12th of Tishrei, the 13th of Tishrei, and the 14th of Tishrei. These are very holy days because from a certain perspective, they are actually representative of the trip from Yom Kippur to Sukkot, which really should take no time at all. The best example we can have of the space and time between Yom Kippur and Sukkot is at the end of Sefer Yonah. When Yonah, after he has the people of Nineveh repent, he then walks out of the city and he builds a Sukkah, which means that after Teshuva, you build a sukkah, and you live in a sukkah. A sukkah is a space where you can contemplate and work on the ideas that hopefully came to mind over sukkahs. Put another way, when Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain the third time with the second set of the tablets of the Luchos, he came on Yom Kippur. So Yom Kippur represented the reconciliation between Hashem and Klal Yisrael. And right after that, the next day, on the 11th of Tishrei, Motzei Yom Kippur, Moshe Rabbeinu told them to build the Mishkan. And they went right away to gather all the materials they would need and to begin building the Mishkan. And that process took place in the days immediately following Yom Kippur. And then on Sukkot is when Hashem provided His protective clouds over the Jewish people again, which is, of course, what the Sukkos are. So what we have here is that the time between Yom Kippur and Sukkot is simply the practical time that is necessary to get everything done. But really, from a conceptual point of view, there is no time at all between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. And this is also reflected in the beautiful teaching that after Yom Kippur, after a person breaks his fast, he should b begin building his Sukkah immediately. Why does he have to begin immediately? to accentuate and to emphasize this idea that just like it says Chag that you should make a holiday of sukkahs, meaning build the sukkah, have the sukkah. Building a sukkah is part of the mitzvah of sukkah. So what is this space, what is this time between Yom Kippur and sukkahs? It's the idea where we are meant to think about what to do next and what should be done next. So think about it this way. On Yom Kippur, anyone who is in Shul knows that besides for all of the expressions of love, it's not just about confessing sins, it's about emphasizing the idea that we are God's people and He is our God. He is our beloved, we are His beloved, etc. So what happens now? We are meant to think, what am I supposed to do now? We're supposed to make it practical. In the physical, material way, in, to prepare for sukkahs, to make it practical means you need to build your sukkah, you need to get your lulav and esrog and hadasim and aravos, and you need to prepare, cook the meals, prepare the meals, etc. But what it means in ruchnius, what it means spiritually, is that this time between Yom Kippur and sukkahs is a time where we're supposed to think practically, what does it mean that I have a clean slate? What does it mean that my Averus were all forgiven? What does it mean that Hashem forgave the Jewish people? It means that we have a fresh canvas. And if you have a fresh canvas, you should begin preparing what it is that you want to paint on that new canvas. 
What that means is that if in the many times that we said al-chait or ashamnu, we spoke about how we hurt other people, whether we, we hurt their feelings or we were violent or we were aggressive towards other people, whoever those people are in our lives that we feel those, those feelings of aggression, we need to think, pra- think practically about what we are going to do to show extra chesed to people. If that means that we need to make a plan that every day we will focus on being extra nice, show an extra measure of chesed to someone in our lives, then that is a practical application. If we said that our confessions and our prayers were empty, that we spoke empty words, then a person will focus on some element of davening every day, whether it's one bracha in particular, or whether it's one pasuk of the Shema in particular, to pick up on that and make sure that something like that happens every day. If a person confessed to wasting time, then a person needs to think to make a point of learning at least one pasuk every day, one mishnah every day, opening up a chumash and reading the commentary on the bottom, learning a parsha of chumash every day, if you have the ability to learn it with a commentary like Rashi or the commentary on the bottom of the art scroll or something like that, then that is something that should be done every day. And this is the commit, the kinds of commitments that we can make now during this time between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, that we should actualize on Sukkot, and then they become part of our life patterns throughout the year. This is what it means to think between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, the way that Yonah thought as he went to build his sukkah and contemplate what his life means in a practical way. I wish you all a good Yontif, healthy, happy time of preparing for Yontif, and hope to see you and speak with you soon. Please let me know if you listen to these broadcasts so that I can continue to have the, uh, the initiative to speak to a microphone instead of speaking as I usually prefer to do in front of live listening people. Thank you.